I appreciate that all of the Wonder Girls are being included and like kind of together, and they mm-hmm. haven't tried to make some like, you know, sometimes when there's a mantle and there are multiple people who've had the mantle, um, writers will have them have friction between them or just have some kind of jealousy or something. But it seems yeah. like all the Wonder Girls, not that they get along and they're like, you know, the fan sister kind of thing, besties, but like. They can all exist together, and it's not a be and not be a thing. Maybe they end up in a book together, kind of like they're doing with Bat Girls. Maybe all the Wonder Girls can get together. That would be cute. I like. I would like to see more of Yara and Donna together. Mm-hmm. Um, we can keep on moving because you tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. <laughs> another episode of another relaunch we're your host i am not keenan i am oh christy r.i.p she was the stripper who was killed in catwoman oh rest our peace to the stripper i Damn. know our girls <laughs> I them. and i am uh rock cran cosmic boy from the legion of superheroes my magnetic oh. rock cran that's his real name Rock, Crin. That's no okay. You know, they do have some weird stuff going on there. You know, but um, are you still reading that Legion book? Oh, child, no. It ended. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought they, um, or did that already happen? Didn't they have, like, something with the Justice League they were fighting? They're supposed to have a event happening now. It may have gotten pushed back. You know, a lot of these books currently are being pushed back. But mm-hmm. there's supposed to be a Justice League versus Legion Mm. From from Bendis. I wonder if that's like to tie into some Young Justice synergy, because you know the Legion. Supposedly, supposedly they're supposed to be working on a Legion animated series. Mm. Um, An animated series or a an animated movie. Sorry. Mm. So I think that like Bendis may be involved with that or something, and that might be what he's. That sounds about right. He keeps a project. On okay. The okay. <laughs> Paid up. Love to see it. Keep a keep a check. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Um. Oh my God. It was storming the other day here. Like Ooh. terribly. I love it. Um, like I was I was sitting and enjoying my night, and all of a sudden it just started like <laughs> storming. <laughs> Oh my god, what is going on? <laughs> Did it shake you up a little wow. bit? Yeah, a little bit. It was one of the ones where you thought the power might go out. <laughs> I really, I was like, oh, child, what's going on? <laughs> it, it's so interesting. Like, that happened here in DC a couple weeks ago. It was like storming pretty bad. And I was like, oh, I was like, you know, the power line shaking outside. But I was like, if my power to go out right now, I don't have a flashlight. I was like, I don't have any uh-huh. candles at the time. I usually have candles because I am a candle person. I love to keep them around. I just didn't have any at the time. But I was like, oh, I'm so unprepared for so many things. <laughs> I was like, I don't have a first aid kit. I was like, what if I cut myself right now? I was just like, you gotta get it together. This is what being an adult really is for all of those people. Prepare yourself for a, <laughs> um, a zombie apocalypse. That <laughs> I am prepared for that though. I have a place to go. I have a couple of locations, how I'm gonna mark some things. I'm ready. 
oh, okay. <laughs> you just don't have a first aid kit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that works. <laughs> but, I, but I'll go get a first aid kit. Oh, when, I oh my so. way. <laughs> That's like in the plans. <laughs> you got a whole plan, but no first aid kit. Uh, anyway. How are you? How are you? I'm wonderful, actually. It's been a really good week. The weather is like finally officially breaking here in D.C. It's been like consistently warm, hot. I've gotten some new shorts. I know we talked about that last time. I was like struggling, but I found a couple pairs via... I see them. They're going to be out. I'm so excited. Hoochie Daddy shorts. That's what they call them. I know that's a yes. Hoochie Daddy? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I need that on the shirt. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been good. Life is good. That's good. Good to hear. Mm. Um, I do have to say, I've been catching up on Young Justice. And, oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I like it. I think it's been pretty good. I think that like it's um the Calder arc mm-hmm. didn't have as much Calder. Um mm-hmm. but I was really into like the Atlanta stuff. You know, I don't like I haven't read an Aquaman like book since the rebirth started. I haven't like tapped back into it. Obviously, I was also into um Jackson becoming Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um but like the Atlantean politics and all that kind of stuff and the lore there was still kind of new to me. So like it was kind of cool to see all of that, and um, I don't think I've ever really seen a superhero show kind of do polyamory so naturally the way that they did it on well, the Lagana. Young Justice episodes with Lagana, his wife and husband. Yeah, I think that was really yeah. cool. So, I don't know. I've been like, um, they could they could ramp up the action, but that's just me. I mean, that's I don't good. Know. I go, I go back and watch. Good. I go back and watch that uh, Artemis fight in the dark. I don't think it's a bad show. I think it's doing a really good job of telling the story. I do understand some of the frustrations I've seen surrounding like the characters and their arcs and how this is a show about young justice. Like you said, Jackson's arc didn't have a lot of ja- uh, Jackson himself. So, excuse me, Cowder is his name of the show. Cowder just <laughs> right, right. <laughs> a lot of Cowder in it. Um, and so I assume you haven't gotten the Rockets arc yet. Then. No, not yet. I'm still catching up. Rocket's arc, I feel like, has a lot of similar issues. I think this most recent one was, like, kind of a big example. Um, it, it, I think you're going to love it, specifically, like, the stuff that they're going through, what they're doing, like, in space, the lanterns are there. I think you are going to have, like, Sounds great- like everything I've ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the frustration of, like, oh, if I'm watching a show about Young Justice and the Young Justice characters, I would like them to be in it. Mm-hmm. Especially if I'm a fan of Rocket. Like, I'm going to want to see Rocket. Right. And not her for five minutes. But you're going to like it, so it's fine. We'll see. I'll have to check back in once I finish watching it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the comics of the week. <laughs> um, you, you know, so... I was going through like my pool list for the week and looking at some of the new comicsology releases when you can never actually navigate comicsology correctly. And I realized I was like a lot of things were sticking out as stuff that you do not read. <laughs> and <laughs> it just, I'm always open to try new stuff. Yeah, you are you are open to trying new stuff, but it's just made me like realize like what your faves like are really like disappearing. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and you know, I've been doing a lot of like, you know, reflecting on like my faves and trying to like yeah. figure out what type of character I like or what I'm missing from comics. And you know, sometimes on the show in past episodes, I, I bring up like I like seeing conflict and yeah. I like seeing like the character get presented with conflict and seeing how they like work their way around it. And I realized that a lot of my favorite characters are the ones that bring the conflict <laughs> to the team. Like, they're the ones, even even Lorna, like, she's supposed to be not an Xavier kind of character like Jean or some of the other people yeah. who may have been around for that. She's more Magneto-leaning. So along, among other characters, she should be, like, adding that friction. Same thing mm-hmm. with Exodus or, like, you know, even Wonder Man. Like, at some point, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, I don't really like what the Avengers are really doing, and I'm kind of the I one that's bring, that. bringing out the conflict there. Um, so it feels like a lot of those characters are just missing. Are just missing. Do you feel like it has made you kind of like reassess what you like in the characters, or has it only reaffirmed it? It just reaffirmed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really reaffirmed it. Um, because like I like I said, I, I'm down to try whatever y'all like suggested yeah. to me. You guys know what type of books and characters yeah. Elsie likes. You know, if you have a character that you know is a little antagonistic, and I do like him a little, it's a little antagonistic. Somebody who likes to argue, apparently. <laughs> no, they've got their own mind. They've got their no, own mind. That's what they call toxic. But I, say I right, they're fun. <laughs> I, on the other hand, did have a few books this week out, um, which they were cool. We're going to talk about them. So first up was um, Wonder Girl, Trial of the Amazons, number two. And this event is almost complete. This issue was drawn and written by Joelle Jones. And basically, we find out who killed Hippolyta. And it was Artemis. Oh, okay. And, like, it was kind of funny because, like, when Cassie first started investigating what was going on, she, like, went up to Artemis and she was like, did you do it? (laughs) 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 And Artemis was kind of like, girl, don't ever talk to me again. Like, unless you want to get smacked, don't play with me. Um, But so the entire issue is basically just Cassie um, going through her, her investigation and talking to all of the queens and saying, you know, I did this and I spoke with this person and I realized this. And she gets to the bigger reel of like, oh, it was Artemis. And Artemis is like, I did do it, but not for the reasons that you think. And then they take her away. While this is going on, um, Joelle does these like double spray patch spreads throughout the book. And like at the top of the spreads, it's uh, different smaller four panels and on the top half it is diana she was in the cave-in on the last issue and we're like seeing her kind of emerging for the rubble and trying to get back out and then on the bottom half it's philippus yara and donna on their way to where the coliseum was for the uh to be like oh something's going on with doom's doorway someone like calls this cave-in this danger is coming and so it's like really interesting to see so you've got like cassie talking then on the bottom you see all the girls running and flying together and then on the top you see diane try to break free and it's like oh this is kind of hot yeah um and it's we see like little interactions between them all um while they're running yara is doing her thing where she poses and donna's like yara we do not have time for you to pose like can you keep on moving (laughs) Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, and so Phillips is like, yes, and like Yara even says, she's like, fine, but just know you guys owe me posing time later. 
Um, but while they're on their way there, we also find out that like the mascara and like the palace and everything is being destroyed by whatever's coming through Doom's doorway. And by the end of the issue, everybody's kind of met back up together and Doom's doorway has revealed itself. So now we'll be getting to the finale, which I guess is just like everything that's going on. There's been some guy in the background who's been doing some bad stuff. I assume he's also going to pop up mainly. So we didn't really get the competition and no trial no trial the girls love to lie about a trial (laughs) (laughs) i swear Um, every time something's called trial of something there's never a trial there was not a lot of trial but there was a lot of bonding and a lot of coming together of amazons and um conflicting ideals in that way there was a trial so next we're going to kind of see them get together and I, i i feel like all the amazons will work together to do this and we'll just get like one big tribe and that's what's kind of kind of spearhead into the next few years of whatever the Amazons are doing. You know, Nubia has another coronation issue coming up. She's going to be queen again. So it's like, that makes me feel like this is going to be like a big new thing, like a new tribe of Amazons, a new queen, new Themyscira, all that. Start for the Amazon corner. Sounds like. So relaunch it. There you go. Um, I like the issue. I thought, again, it was exciting. I really did enjoy the way the paneling was spread out. Cassie, like, going over her investigation was nice. Again, I think Cassie's kind of annoying, but I think, like, that's the purpose of her character. And it was, like, interesting to see the other characters say that as well, where she's explaining Potira and Faruka. And they're like, what is she doing? And they're like, we think she's pretending to be a detective. And they're like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> 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 moving, yeah, so like little things like that. I think it's nice. Um, so I enjoyed it overall. I'd give it like a 3.5 out of 5. I've been enjoying the trial of Amazons as a whole. I don't, again, like there's not really like a trial or competition in that way, but I feel like all the Wonder Woman events, Amazon events that we had, I would definitely put this one up towards the top as a favorite. So. Well, there's... I mean, she doesn't have many. <laughs> so. Well, that's one of the ones she does have. I don't know. I would like to see that, like, I I appreciate that all of the Wonder Girls are being included and, like, kind of together. And they Mm -hmm. haven't tried to make some, like, you know, sometimes when there's a mantle and there are multiple people who have the mantle, um, writers will have them have friction between them or just have some kind of jealousy or something. But it seems like all the Wonder Girls, not that they get along and they're, like, you know, the face sister kind of thing, besties, but, like, they can all exist together and it's not a be and not be a thing. Maybe they end up in a book together. Kind of like they're doing with Bat Girls. Maybe all the Wonder Girls can get together. That would be cute. I like I would like to see more of Yara and Donna together. Mm-hmm. Um we can keep on moving because you tried it. <laughs> Next up number <laughs> 42. <laughs> and that comes from Teeny Howard and Nico Leon. And let me tell you, I'm sorry, this book is hot. Basically, Selena's down at the strip club. She's been, she's gotten back to Gotham, but she's like been hanging out in Low Town. She was in the strip club. One of the stripper girls got killed because Black Mass is running around trying to run the co- uh, mob bosses. And Selena has spent the last few issues basically sabotaging him. This is the culminative issue of that. And she has stolen Black Mass's like mask. And for those who don't know, his mask was made from like this original wood that was used for his fa- that his father like in his coffin that he got back. And so it's like the only one that he can have made. And Selena has stolen it and like had a fake 
put in his house. Okay, and it's interesting as he's going around the issue, he's uh, saying like my mask smells weird, or it's like really hot in here. And his mask doesn't get hot. Like that's a big part of it. And so there's this one great panel where they have a marksman because he's like kill Catwoman as soon as you see her, and they're like no, you need to see this. And they show what the Marsman sees through his scope on the rifle. And it's Catwoman looking up at them with Black Mass's mask on her head. But like the way Nico Leon's art does it, it just looks so good. It's so hot. His art is like, really great. I might have to tap in. <laughs> right, it, it has this, um, like a noir feel. It feels like mm-hmm. something like it, and that, that's what I like about this story. It's giving like detective, spy. You see Selena like stealing stuff and sneaking into places to get information that she needs. She's got her informants. You've got people from the different mob groups coming to her like they are going to kill you or they're going to vote to kill you. So you need to act quickly. Uh, she's protecting the girls at the strip club. She's got this little gay guy who she's taking in. It's feminism. It's gay rights. It's uh, it's it's all of that. Like, it's murder. I don't know. It's hot. The art looks good the way the colors play it looks really good when they get to like the strip club like it's all the pink and neon and the girls got on their like seven inch stiletto heels and they got on like their little yes. ears and it's like come on at the yes. trick <laughs> like, yes. this is what i want to see my kind of girls. Um, but in the end you know selena she does end up beating black mask she actually still destroys his original mask she like blows it up and she's just like, I just want you to know, not only can I beat you, but like I'll humiliate you and I'll like hurt you in ways because I know how to do that. And she's like, stay away from us, stay away from the girls, all this stuff. She walks off. She at the end of the issue, she goes back to the strip club to like mourn with the other strippers, Christy, who I am also mourning because you know she's gone. And so it's like, you know, I gotta protect these girls and like I gotta be here and I gotta do this stuff. And it was just like, it's a fun book. I'm sorry. Has she said why she's back in Gotham? She, uh, man. she, no, no, it was nice to be with her man. She did in the first, <laughs> <laughs> in the first issue, um, where she took over, she had like a little talk about why she came back to Allytown. I don't remember exactly what it was. I have to go back and look at it and let you know. I might tweet something about it, but, um, she made some comments about why she came back and left Allytown. Okay. So, okay. but it's it's a good book. I, this is another like solid 3.5 out of 5 to me. Again, I really enjoy the art on this. It looks good. It's fun. Great. I have some, some pages and panels of it and it looks great. It Onyx looks hot. Onyx, when she and Onyx like popped back up in this issue. Um, So the issue that Onyx was in, her and Selena beat up a bunch of goons at one of the clubs. And so like to make right with him. Selena was like, oh, he's like lost all his boxers. She's like, but I know somebody who's even better than them. And they, it's this shot of Onyx wearing this robe going into the boxing ring. with, And I was like, this is just hot. This is what we need to see. <laughs> so good stuff all around. Highly recommended. And next up was another kind of new series. This is Captain America number zero. And this came from a group of writers, Tochi Oyabuchi, Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly, and it was drawn by Matia de Uyas. Now, I'm gonna say this really quickly. I think the art is like fantastic. It's like the panel is great. You feel the emotion. I do not like the photorealistic style. And for me, it kind of takes the issue down a lot just because it's like not to my taste. I still like my comic book art to look a little like animated. 
comic booky. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this is very photorealistic. Like the paneling, everybody looks like I'm looking at somebody's actual face, and it's like creeping me out a little bit. But all that aside, the issue itself was really nice. It was a very basic issue. Um, Arnim Zola is trying to do what Arnim Zola does and like turn everybody into like giant robot monster things, and Sam and Steve come in in their Captain America suits and like the issue is just basically them thwarting him. Sam is taking care of this rocket he's trying to send up into space and Steve is like going to the heart to find Zola himself and at the end of it they like both come together because they're both saying oh I'm Captain America and Arnim Zola's like oh but you're the America of like the people who hate you for wearing this flag or the people who think you're never going to do good or like this you're the, uh, the protector of this country that like has all these poor people, and they're like, yeah, that's us. <laughs> um, they're like, that's the same America. And, you know, and it's just basically them two kind of talking about, like, why they have the shield and what it means to them and what they do and what they're going through. And by the end of it all, they come together, they've destroyed it, they, like, go careening into the ocean, very superhero-like, and... Steve is like, why don't we both just call each other Captain America? No adjectives. You're not the astonishing Captain America. I'm not the new Captain America, the old one. Like, we're both just Captain America. And they're like, cool. Sam's like, great. It's just them being best friends and saying that we great. can do this. sounds like a great, a great zero issue, like a great setup. Yeah. A great setup for their two respective books, Sentinel of Liberty, which is going to be Steve, um, Colin Kelly, and Lansing are going to be writing that with art from Karma Canero, and then Symbol of Truth. Right, which is Sam's book that's going to be by Tonchi and art by R.B. Silva. So, I love him. <laughs> they like one. The, the, the Captain America <laughs> Corner one with this art. That's high. Yeah, so, you know, I think if you're interested in Steve or Sam, you should go pick one of those up. I think this was a really good issue and it sets them up for a nice place. I believe Sam's going to be dealing with some stuff in Wakanda and like finding some vibranium smugglers and stuff like that. Um, Steve, I don't remember exactly what he's going to do, but it's going to have Carmen Canero on art, so he's going to look good to me. He looks great, yeah. <laughs> um, give this issue a three out of five. Um, thought it was well written. Thought it was very straightforward. Again, just two best friends saying we're Captain America, we're doing this, but while I think the art was beautiful, it just was not to my particular taste, and that kind of like takes it down a little bit for me. And... Um, my last book on my list this week was Avengers 55, and that comes from Jason Aaron and Javier Girl. You've been standing beside it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You can never really, you can never even say that, you know, oh, I'm just giving it a chance. I'm just like trying it out. You've been standing beside it since the beginning. <laughs> You've I don't tapped know. into multiple arcs. I think you like the series. <laughs> I, do. I do. And let me tell you something. It's crazy because like I've said, it feels like I saw someone tweet about it. Call me Behan is his name on Twitter. Um, he tweeted he was just getting into it, and he said it felt like a Fast and the Furious movie. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly it. I was like, it's just. <laughs> Big action, like, kind of nonsensical, but it's, like, fun when the characters do have, like, little moments of heart to heart. Like, it feels a little real that you see the team bonding. They're going through these new members. This issue, Black Panther actually leaves. He's been the chairman of the team for the entire time, and he's, like, stepping down. He's got to do his own stuff. And so he asks, um, what is that, guys? Night Mask? That's his name, right? Yes. Dark yeah. Hawk? Da Dark Hawk. Night Nighthawk. 
Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> there are a few. I'm pretty sure every name we just listed are all characters. <laughs> They're like all the Hold on, hold on. No, I'm looking at the issue. But um, Sam, I mean, not Sam. T'Challa goes to him and like asks him to like join the team. But he's kind of like, uh, I don't know. Nighthawk, that is his name. Um, oh, that's the one that he had the series in. Yeah. And he was like, he was like beating up racists in Chicago. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So this is the version from the Heroes Reborn miniseries. When that was out. So all of those characters came over to our earth and they are now here. And so uh, T'Challa goes to him to like try and get him to join the team and like be on it. He's like, whatever. While that's going on, the Serpent Society is like doing what they're doing to try and bring Mephesto back. The Avengers go to stop, which is the core four of Carol, Thor, Iron Man, and Steve. But when they get in there, Nighthawk has already beat everybody up and, like, saved the day. And <laughs> it's like, okay, so Mephesto pops up just to kind of let them know, like, I'm here and I'm about to make y'all lives miserable. And so Carol's like, okay, we need more Avengers. And so <laughs> the next <laughs> is just kind of the team and it's showing who it is now. So, again, those core four, Blade, Phoenix, Echo, um, Starbrand, who's now turned into, like, this angsty teenager and she looks like Carol Jr., with this little short haircut, and it's like oh, she not short hair, Carol. That's <laughs> it's like it's like not looking good. It's not looking good over here. And she's got on like this. That's she looks. She got, on, she got on something that like America Chavez will wear, like this half sweater, rolled sleeves thing. It's just like, like I need the cut out kind of crop top thing. Yeah, it's like where's the cussing baby? Okay, that's who I came here to see, but she's so gone. My question is. Do you think that that's like a plot point? You think she's gonna die? Cause she seems yeah. to age really very good. rapidly. And like, yeah, yeah. He's trying to get her to a certain point, so I do think it's gonna blow or burn out. I think that might be like a thing that the star brands do. Oh, cause there was a star brand before. I remember the one that like got it when he was a like, been high a school. Like nobody knew who he was, but he ended up becoming star brand. Yeah, so I think it was when him and Starbrand and Nightmask didn't they have a book together. Yeah, Nightmask. That was Nightmask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think they're gonna do something where they burn her out. Or like he's just trying to get her to an adult real quickly. But it was like again, the cussing baby was a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a cussing baby is a lot more fun than like going off. <laughs> yes, whatever. She's kind of clicking down, but she's also on the team. Namor's on the team. Valkyrie's on the team, and then Thor. And then they're voting about Nighthawk, and they're all like, "Yeah, he can come on." And so he's like, "All right, let's get to work." But as soon as he does that, like they get an alert that something's going on, and so they all fly out, and it's like Avengers together or Avengers Assemble, whatever they say, and it's just like a t- big team shot. And so like now these are the Avengers, and so we're moving on okay. to the next. It was fine. A whole new team. They look good, too. Okay. Phoenix Echo. Yeah, that's still happening. (laughs) And that's my thing about the book. Like, there's a lot of fun stuff. Anything regarding the Phoenix is absurd. Like, completely and absolutely (laughs) absurd. I don't know why Jason Aaron is so intent on having this relationship to Thor with it, on this, like, fire hair thing from the Avengers BC team, having Echo have it, just what he does with it just has never been... I, but I, And it's like, I didn't really like the Phoenix before this. I really don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like... I've never really liked how MacGuffin-y the Phoenix was before. Um, 
and like a power boost or whatever is always like, oh, well, someone else could get this power boost. But yeah, I mean, now anyway, and honestly, if I could be honest, this is safe space. This is <laughs> absolutely. It should just go. It should just go back to Jean so she could be interested. Oh, like, that's give her not... some <laughs> kind of like. <laughs> Give it back to Jean. It have her give her something to do outside of like following Cyclops around. And like, I think it. I mean, a lot of Jean. It gives her like a motif that most people know. They should give it to. I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. They can do whatever they want with it. Honestly, as long as it don't go to none more. No more of my faves. Once we get out of Echo. Yeah, none of mine. (laughs) Yeah. But like, I feel like I liked it more when it was just either with Rachel or with Jean. And when and it was more more of like a cosmic being than just a a fire power boost because I don't even it's not even supposed to be fire it's like yeah and Echo be setting people on fire okay like, <laughs> she, got, she got like a whole fire blast she be like Shh. oh wow yeah okay. it's intense it was like actually one of the things like she um in the miniseries that she had which was not that great unfortunately but she like was beating up some bad guys and she set two of them on fire by accident. And she was like, oh, I got to learn how to control these flames. She's been in Phoenix now for like a couple years. Right? I think it's been like a year, if that. It's been only like half a year. When was it? When did Heroes Reborn come out? It was last summer. Yeah, so she became, the she became the Phoenix right when I think it was last summer. Not the summer before. <laughs> Because she became the Phoenix right before that. Okay, yeah. It was last summer. Yeah. So, yeah. Just a year. Which okay. means it's almost time to give it up. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I know about that. About getting something for a year, then you gotta leave. Wolverine came out this week as well. I did not read it. I've switched to Marvel Unlimited for that. Um... But, like, I did hear some really good things about it. I know Deadpool popped up in it. So if you guys like Deadpool, he, ha- he has fun sometimes. And I heard Percy did a really good job with him. There was a last yeah. page reveal that I was spoiled and privy to, but it was kind of exciting, so I wanted to just talk about it. Um, Danger's back. Okay, so, like, that last page reveal, I hadn't seen it, but they had shown, I think the July solicits mm-hmm. for Wolverine. Yes. had Danger on the cover, and I was like, oh, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so if you might have to come back here. Let me know. Because I, don't get me wrong, I do like Percy's Wolverine. I just felt like... Right? There would be some... It's, it's good. It's, he does good, Logan, but I feel like it can get a little bit, like, overtly macho sometimes, and it's just like he needs to calm down. But I might click back in. I like Danger. So if you guys read it and you liked it and you thought it was really cool... Let me know. Maybe I should tap back in before it hits Marvel Unlimited in like three months. Yeah, and supposedly he is going back to the old school, back to the mansion, and that's where Danger is. So <laughs> Claremont's coming. Stars are aligning. <laughs> back to the school, baby. Claremont's on the way. <laughs> stars are aligning. Mm. But let's go ahead. We'll take a little break. And then we'll come back. <laughs> Let's do it.
Hello, hello. Welcome back, you guys. So um, we're getting straight into the watch this week as we're not going to do the panel. And we got to episode four of Moon Knight. And yes, I'm a, let me tell you something really fast. They got me. I knew they it was going to happen. <laughs> no, it's just, four just, just a week ago, you were so upset. <laughs> I'm so big, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He was just mad. I was just mad. But you know what? So I won't... So at the beginning of this episode, um, we get into Stephen and Layla. They are getting closer to finding Ahmed's tomb. Um, we have, like, some conversations between them and, you know, just, like, Mark. And he tells Layla of everything about Khonshu and how she wanted to use her as the next avatar. They get to the tomb. They come up with these, like, jackal monster things that gets them separated. Um, we get some stuff from Layla. Wait a minute. Him. Hang on. We got to pull over for a second. Let's talk about the fact that that was nasty. And, like, it was. Um, I was actually fairly impressed. I will give Disney their... Props because I was not expecting them to like do like the not only the practical effects but like that kind of like horror stuff elements to it. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, they really are trying to drive home the fact that Moon Knight is going to be in that supernatural corner. So like these are the kinds of things that you're going to see in that corner. Mature and to sense like you you are seeing people get killed and like eaten and like yes and grimy and it was like that was like cool to see. So I enjoyed that also. Um, Layla and Steven get separated. She runs into Harrow, and he kind of reveals to her about Mark and his possible involvement with her dad's death. Now, this is where the show kind of like started taking a turn for me. I won't, I won't lie. I thought the pacing was still a little bit off in the beginning, but I feel like once we got past that and we saw both Layla and Steven back in the tomb together, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It was something shifted. Like, it felt like it became a whole different show, but yeah. in the best possible way. It was more like The Mummy, a little bit of Indiana, Indiana Jones with some Moon Knight and all this stuff. And it was just like, it's coming together. It's yeah. clicking. Uh, yeah. The entire it's coming scene, together. Okay? And the entire <laughs> scene, um, when Layla gets there and she confronts uh, Steven, she's like, bring Mark out. And she starts asking about her dad. And then he starts talking about his involvement with how he died. I really enjoyed that. Obviously, that was some callback to the comics right there in Moon Knight's original um, origin story and how he became the god's avatar. It also kind of made me give a little bit more hope to the Jewishness still being in there. Because it's like, you know, okay, maybe Mark has lived this whole life and, like, been this Jewish boy, and, like, Stephen is just British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but that happens. Harold comes in and confronts them. He ends up shooting Mark. Um, and Twice. then Mark. Okay. That's, like, so excessive. It was like, you know he about to die. But you gotta make fine. sure. <laughs> uh, Mark falls back, and then he wakes up in the psychiatric hospital. And while he's in the psychiatric hospital, um, he is seeing everyone who, you know, we see Layla, we see Harrow, we see the goons, and they're all just, like, dressed up. That was, like, straight out of the Jeff Lemire run, where oh, Mark really? was actually in a psychiatric hospital. It was actually uh, Stained Glass Scarlet was the villain of that one, playing in the role of Harrow. But um, it was, like, stuff with the god Anubis, who was trapped Conchu, and, like, he was trying to get Mark out. And it was, like, it made me realize, oh, we have got a little bit of that Egyptian mythology in the Moon Knight run. And I was, like, I guess I've just never really, like, focused on it. I remember it vividly because Smallwood, Greg Smallwood was doing the art, and it's oh, so good. Yeah. 
it was so good. All the pages look great. And I always remember like him fighting, but I guess in my mind it was just like, oh, this is just all in his mind. But which we are here as well. Which we are here, yeah. I will have to say that like that twist was it should have been expected because like duh, <laughs> you know? And like I feel like it wasn't something that was innovative or brand new. Like I would have expected like a Moon Knight episode where something is like had all been in his head. But it still got me. It, it did. Got <laughs> it got me. It got you. I really love the framing of the scene and like the way it had the different like when he was in Harold's office and it had all the different flashes of like the uh Egyptian stuff that he had on his desk and like the fly and all that. And he's just looking around and it like kinda gets you for a second. It's like, oh wait, has he really been in his head this whole time? When he was looking it's at that painting like, on the wall, I was like, wait a minute now. Hold mm-hmm. on. <laughs> and he was when we first opened the scene and like um they're showing the a lot of people. Not even all the people, but he's watching the tape of the guy, Stephen Grant, the archaeologist. Uh, yes. Yes. And then you're just like, hold on, what just happened? <laughs> and it's, like, it's like, how we get here? And so I thought that was really well done. And I really did enjoy that scene. Um, obviously, like Mark kind of starts to realize that something's going wrong. He runs out. He hears this noise. He finds a sarcophagus. He opens it. And who pops out? Good old Stephen. With a V. With a V. Um, <laughs> so they see each other. They're like, how does this happen? They don't know. They start to leave to try and find a way out. As they're leaving, they pass another sarcophagus that is ha- clearly has somebody in it trying to get out very aggressively. But they can't. They don't stop to try and help the person either. They just keep on going. Um, and then the end of the episode comes and we run into Ahmed. So I'm going to go ahead and ask, who do you think was in that sarcophagus? Oh, that was definitely Jake Lockley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, like, that's what I really enjoyed about the show. And like the I think about the last episode again, when they were doing the flashes and both Stephen and Mark were kind of like, look at what you've done. No, I didn't do this. And it's like, OK, there's somebody else in here. Why haven't y'all clicked that down yet? <laughs> seeing that sarcophagus was like a really nice little moment. But again, it I will say this about the show, though. And I think this has become something that I've really noticed with all the Disney Plus shows. I'm not 100% sure that this is going to end in a satisfying way. I feel like there is a lot of stuff being put out there and a lot of stuff being introduced and a lot of stuff that we want to know. And within six, we got two episodes to get all of that done. We got a free con shoot. We got to like get the Jake stuff. We got to stop Harrow. Probably got to learn a little mm-hmm. bit more about Mark. Um, the other gods and what's going on with that. Like, There's definitely another suit coming. You know what I'm saying? Some kind of There's just like costume. a lot that I feel like we keep kind of opening up every single episode. And to know that we only got six in these Disney Plus shows are just miniseries. So they're not guaranteed a second season or anything like that. So we, uh, the next time we might see him is in something like a Midnight Suns. And it's like, I'm going to be real with you. I don't really need the Midnight Suns. <laughs> what? I wasn't expecting you to say that. I know, right? But I so I've come to realize I like a lot of the Midnight Suns individually. I love Blade. I love Moon Knight. I love who else is the Midnight Sun? Night Thrasher has been one before. Mm-hmm. I like I like Doctor Strange sometimes. He's fine. Um, but I just realized Ghost Rider. I, I, no, I don't like Ghost Rider. And so that was the thing that got me. I was like, when I started thinking about them all together and like who they are, I was like, oh, I don't like Ghost Rider. I don't like Werewolf by Night. I don't like Black Knight. And these are the people who are more than likely going to be the Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. And I was just Elsa like, Bloodstone? She's cool. Allegedly, she's been cast in uh, the World by Night special that comes out this Halloween. You know Allegedly. 
I was gonna say allegedly. It's so like I saw a tweet about that, and they were like, "You would not know this show exists outside of these like alleged." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, because Marvel right. does not acknowledge it at all. Oh. Um, they gonna ramp that up as it gets closer to Halloween, for sure. But yeah, I don't know. I just realized like I don't think I actually need to see the Midnight Suns together. Maybe I have PTSD from the Netflix shows and the De- Defenders team up that could be it but you know marvel I, tv show team ups haven't been the best so far and that was just netflix though this is in a new the new studio I mean, so maybe things but, could be different i mean but we've seen these shows i don't know i might answer the midnight Suns. <laughs> i'm thinking about i'm thinking about blade and i think he might be pretty cool to see oh, him Blade's and night together get- Blade and Moon Knight together yeah. is going to give. Like, I'm definitely going to be here for that, but I don't need anybody else. You got to take them with it. <laughs> There's a team. It's, it's so unfortunate. And it's just like, mm. I've also come to realize, I think they need another girl. They definitely need another girl. I was going to bring that up, that, like, it's missing a girl. It's time. Because even, like, Elsa, like you said, she's allegedly been cast. She gets in those uh, events that they have sometimes. But she's not really, like, a Midnight Sun. When you pull up Midnight Sun's fan art or, like, you pull up the old issues, you don't really see Elsa in it too much with them. She needs to be, like, in it, cemented, and then they need one more girl to set it off. Wanda. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow, that was so fast. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, there are more uh, magic girls than Wanda. Does it have to be magic? I she doesn't even yes. have to be a magic. I don't even think she has to be a magic girl. I think you have enough people who like do supernatural stuff. If you're gonna get a magic girl, you get really. she's got they, they need a magic girl. You need like a low level magic girl though. You can't have like a Wanda level chick out here. Because remember, like Midnight Suns, they still do a lot of street level supernatural stuff. Right. Right. When it gets big, it's happening in the hood. Right. <laughs> right. And if Wanda is like, well, can't you get rid of all of this? Well, most magic users are failures, so probably not. Ooh. We could maybe bring, <laughs> we could maybe get you like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, they Valkyrie. Like a-, a Valkyrie would be fine. Don't they do with death and stuff? That might be kind of like supernatural-ish. Or um, what about Danny Moonstar? If they brought her yeah. Valkyrie kind of stuff over, uh, I don't know. I'm 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 stretching. <laughs> you are just a little bit. I'm I'm I see sure. you trying. You're trying. <laughs> it's not. They just. I don't know. Maybe like a Nico from the Runaways. Oh, Nico would be cool. But she's. I guess she. Oh, I don't yeah. know. They need another girl that's not Wanda. I've listen. I've been saying this on the show already that like. The magic corner just needs way more like characters. I don't, I don't think she has to be a magic girl. That's my thing. What else kind of girl is she gonna be? She could be anything. Elsa's not a magic girl. She shoots guns. Well, that's why we need something else. Cause that ain't enough. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I'm gonna think about it. Maybe that's maybe didn't I? I did a Midnight Suns relaunch, didn't I? Maybe I'll do another one. Or if maybe y'all got I didn't. suggestions out there. Let us know who you think should join the Midnight Suns because they definitely need more of a female presence. Maybe I didn't tell y'all who I was doing for the Midnight Suns. Oh yeah, I did make a team, but I I didn't. Oh yeah, we gonna change this. It probably should be Nico. 
Once I said, you know, once I said her name, I was, I was maybe not. You age her up for a new costume or something. She's got the staff of one. That kind of works down there. I just and they're coming it. out with that game, too, so she probably is going to get added to oh, the team. That's actually, oh, she is in the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's, She's, like, on the main roster. It's Nico. It's Nico. Look at that. Wow. I, I like, found my uh, Midnight Suns relaunch, and I just, like, looked at it. And you know who was on there? Fallon Gray. Oh. Uh, well, they redoing it now. They kind of. Her name's Brielle. But whatever. We'll see. Anyways, we'll see when it comes. Moon Knight was cool. I'm back on board. Episode four got me. I'm here for it. I'm ready. I'm excited. Again, I, I, I'm excited for it. I hope this, like, kind of upward trajectory continues on for the last two episodes. But I have kind of prepared myself to not be completely satisfied with how it ends. Yeah. You know, I've said this before that, like, the MCU TV shows have all been pretty good. But they, like... The penultimate going into the finale, like, those are usually, like, where it all, you'll see it all kind of come together. And those are really the exciting ones. So I'm excited to get to that point for Moon Knight. Um, Again, they haven't really hit any of my faves yet. So, like, I'm just kind of going along for the ride. I know. One is coming real soon. (laughs) Real soon. You know, My main girl is coming real soon. Mm, She is. I don't know. It's a monkey's fault at this point. I've decided I don't think I want any more of my faves in the MCU right now. We are on a hiring freeze, and it's just that simple. Isn't that wild? It's so wild to me that, like, you know, us as fans um, out there who love comic book characters and and all this stuff, it's almost like you always want more people to be into your favorite character, so you want to, like, see them become popular and... You will want them to appear in the MCU so more people can get into that character. But then, like, do I really want that? Because at what cost? They make some liberties. <laughs> they they definitely cost? take some liberties. And then you know, Marvel Comics loves their synergy. Shang Chi. Uh. Shang Chi also actually came out this week. I forgot to talk about that um, in the comic section, but that came out this week, and he got the Ten Rings now. I saw that that he was had a new number one called Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. Yeah, like, oh wow, they really are like got the ten rings. It's like that synergy is at work, and it's like sometimes it's so they good. really like change the ten rings. I used to read some old Iron Man stuff, and mm-hmm. um, his villain, the Mandarin, actually had like rings, and each ring did something different. I remember um, Betsy wore them. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> when, <laughs> when, <laughs> during the Acts of Vengeance. When she was turned into a, a hand ninja. So, in the original story, Betsy was turned into a ninja for um, this guy who was in the hand, and they gave her the Mandarin's rings because they had them in their possession. And so, like one of the one of the big first things she did was like she killed this big group of henchmen, and she was like using the rings to do it. Oh, look at her, queen. <laughs> mm. Let's move past that though, because she like, sounds weird with them rings. That's a that's an old life. We don't talk about those days anymore. Well, I mean, I actually do still talk about those days. I was reading it the other day, but we understand why people should not. Yes, we've moved we've moved on. But I, that's interesting that they really have changed them and <laughs> synergized them with the MCU because I knew them to be very different. Not the like rings. Are they like 
the same thing. They're like, the they're like on, his on his arm. And, yeah, it's like the whole design. I mean, I guess that makes sense. If you will just watch the Shang-Chi movie, like that's probably what you were expecting to see, right? Like you. I guess. I don't know. I'm always kind of conflicted because I've heard certain comic professionals say that they feel like the movies don't correlate to uh, like comic book sales. Like people who are going to watch the movies aren't reading the comic books. Right. So kind of like they know. If they were, they'd be selling a lot more. Okay. And it's like, or the amount of people who you do. And then again, when you think about the nature of comic books as a whole and how people always feel a little apprehensive about trying to get into them because there is so much and going back. So it's like, if you, I think people would see it and they'd see a comic and say, oh yeah, he has on the 10 rings, but like, do I got to go back and read everything from the 70s also? Well, with Shang-Chi, you wouldn't have that issue. But, see, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. We'll see. It, it's nice to see, though, for Moon Knight, like, the synergy hasn't affected him yet. But I guess he was also kind of in his own new era in the comics anyway. If you yeah. do not read Moon Knight comics, I do highly recommend getting this Jed McKay run and Alessandro Capuccio. It's doing some really good stuff for Mark. It has condensed a lot of his different story arcs into one. You get this, like, really fresh perspective on him. Um I just recommend it. Great art. Really good stuff. Look at that. I wasn't feeling that comic at first much either. And then I turned around. And now it's a little, take a little time. You know, it always comes together, though. You guys, sometimes Ooh. you got to give things a little bit of time. Let it marinate like, for a bit. Read it a couple of times. You yeah. know, sometimes you're not going to get it on the first time. I don't know. That is true. <laughs> now that, and that's why we have the comic books the way we do. Like, they are meant to be reread and go back and mm-hmm. see them again. And it's like you feel differently about them. You know how many things I've gone back and read that I hated when I was, like, 17? And I'm like, oh, this wasn't that bad. Listen, sometimes there was a young rapper by the gang of Young Miami who said that, I don't know, maybe it just got to grow on y'all. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and you know, sometimes it just gotta grow on you. <laughs> that is true. All right, y'all. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Please make sure you uh, rate and subscribe us wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us um, on Twitter and Instagram at Another Relaunch. You can find us on YouTube if you want to watch the show at Another Relaunch TV. You can find me on most social media platforms at OnlyLZ. Keenan, where can they find you? You guys know you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Keenan Lance, and there's an underscore at the end. I might take it off. Boom. I might change my name. <laughs> Ooh. All right. New era. New era. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll be, on, we'll be on the lookout for that. All right, y'all. Right. Let's get up out of here. We'll catch you next week. Peace.